previously on the Galactica Quorum. Is it possible that supernova, the sunlight, has to fall through a little hole and hit the jewel? Like where's the lost dark? <laughs> Maybe the eye-centric circles coming out, for me visually, that looks like a sun blowing up. I'm going to put a dollar down that they're going to show it again when the show comes back. I don't think so because I think... So you take my, you're taking my bet? I'll take your bet. I think the resolution of this uh, cliffhanger is going to be such that Deanna... Something's going to happen with her, which is going to be a character-altering event. I really think she's jealous of Sharon, the Athena Sharon, because she's basically taken over Boomer's life. It's just a guy. It's like, hey, Grip, put this cloak on. <laughs> Welcome to Galactica Quorum number eight. And we have everyone here today. I am Brian. Jason. Michelle. Dimitri. And this time we're going to discuss the show Rapture. Again, up front, we have not listened to the official Ronald D. Moore podcast at this point. And we will not be discussing spoilers that we know of. We will speculate, however. Before we begin, our email is gquorum at gmail.com. And our voicemail is 206-202-0274. You can leave us a message. That's 206-2020-BSG if you like punching in letters instead of numbers. And our website is galacticacorum.com. Speaking of email, we got an email from Brian. Yes, from Brian. And the subject was... My we top ten Cylon picks. He wrote in with the ones that he felt that were the Cylons. And, of course, he said... Nobody said that they had to be alive. So there are some on here that aren't alive anymore on Galactica. Uh, his number ten was D. Uh, number nine is Tori, who is Rosalind's aide. I was mine. Yeah. She's evil. <laughs> you just find it suspect that she's been in, in a lot of the Let's situations. Let's just put at it. Well, it's not just that she's always in the situations. It's just she's always in the episodes where bad thing occurs, too. Okay. Okay. Number eight was Anders. He's too famous. All right. Though it would explain why he was so good at that game. I mean, you know. Cylon's got game. Cylon's got game. I mean, artificially enhanced. Probably failed a drug test, but got away with it. Uh, all right. Number seven was Hot Dog, which personally I don't think. He's such, such an insignificant too character. Minor a character. Too minor character. Yeah. It would, it'd be like, Who? Yeah. yeah. All right. Number six was Ellen Ty. That one I almost could see because it was one of those things in the very beginning when the, that infamous Cylon detector was working, that Baltar was left it vague whether she was or wasn't. And it would be kind of a, it would almost match with uh, Deanna's reaction. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was you when we find out, oh, we've been beating up on you and your husband for so long. And so it's it's possible. I can see that one being... No, that is fantastic. Plus, it would be a great way to F with Ty. Yeah, for real. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. I, I that, like that That would too. be brilliant. If they ha if he actually hasn't thought of that, he should. My my wife actually, like, yesterday after the show, she actually said that too. She said, I think Ellen's going to come back. She didn't specifically say she's one of the five Cylons, but she said she's going to come back. So I guess she just inferred that. All right, number five was Billy. Mm, no, don't no. see it. He's too cute. Don't see it. All right, number four, Jammer. Don't see don't it. Don't see that. Don't see that. All right, number three, Cat. Don't see it. Except for the the one thing they showed, that one scene where and yeah, because no. we discussed it that one episode where we said, well, they almost made it sound like, well, maybe she's the she could be a runner and maybe she's with the Cylons, but the way it just I don't know. Again, she's a 
really a minor character now that she's definitely killed off. Yeah. I don't see it. His number two pick was Tom Zarek. Nah. Which I think would just be like an absolute kicker if they made that actor. It'd be a asylum. kicker. That would be for that would be for fanboys. It almost well, it wouldn't make sense. It, it might be a middle finger to the old Galactica yeah. people though, because they'd be really up in arms. Yeah. But what, like, what, what would be the purpose of him uh, fighting for the little people of the human race just to have them killed later? Doesn't make sense. He's kind of like a as close as a bad guy to a, a human. Yeah. Can, I mean, and, and so making a, a bad guy asylum would be kind of counterproductive. All right, and Brian's number one pick was Admiral Kane, which, no, I don't see it. I don't think Deanna ever met her, so she wouldn't have recognized her. Right. See, was, the, the problem there is is they could always go back and do a flashback true. where they've met. Right. And, oh, yeah, but... Uh, I mean, that, there's, there's a but, lot of ways around stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, true. But Admiral Kane was such a great arc within itself. Why... Yeah, why bring it back? Why bring it back and, and try to do something else to yeah. it? All right, and then he said on here he wanted to add Callie to the list, but her child makes that unlikely, which I question that because last week I had mentioned that I thought Callie was a Cylon, and I don't see why the baby would make that unlikely. That I question that because, I, I mean, Sharon had a baby. Why can't Callie be a Cylon and have a baby? I don't know. I still like the idea of Callie being a Cylon. Yeah, just because it's be a, a big kicker. kick in the nuts to support yeah. Chief. I mean, yeah. both of us. As, yeah. we said, as we said off air, that you've got a whole episode of Jerry Springer in space or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Although, I, I'm All afraid, my wives are I, silos. I, I'm afraid to date. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dear, dear Abby, I'm afraid to date. <laughs> I shoot all the women I meet now to see if they come back to life later. Yeah. Uh, okay, so thank I like Ellen Ty. Yeah, I think Ellen is my, my favorite. Yeah, it would. So thanks to Brian for that email. So please, yes, if you have the time, please send us an email, drop us a line, and we'll try to uh, read that for you. So I guess we can now move on to the actual discussion of our episode, Rapture. Loved it. Loved it. Okay. I want to say, first of all, from the very top, that Jason called something. And before we did this podcast, back in the days when we were just talking amongst ourselves in an office or by a cube, Jason had an idea where he told me that he thought the way that Sharon could go back and get Hera was if she died and would resurrect on a Cylon ship. And I thought that was a good idea. The only problem was I thought, well, they would know it was her when she woke up, when they apprehend her or whatever. But it turned out that you were right, sir. So in this episode, we are going to congratulate, pat each other on the back for the things we got right. Yay. And that was one thing he did. My arm might start hurting. Congratulations. (laughs) I don't remember it, but I'll be happy to take credit for it. You didn't didn't remember that? I don't remember saying it. I really don't, which... Well, you know, it's one of those things, too, where I, I'll come up with, like, ten different things, and then one of them sticks. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not exactly hit, I'm not exactly a Hall of Fame hitter here, let's right, be honest. Right. And she talked her way out of it. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah, did. I thought she did a good, she did job, a good job. job. So, you said you loved it. Just general thoughts about it, then. I thought it was awesome. While watching it, I was like, oh, Brian called it. Jason called it. Didn't see that happening. I didn't see that coming. You know, <laughs> when she snapped a boomer's neck, I was like, oh, I that didn't see awesome. that coming. <laughs> Which, by the way... Pretty decent. I mean, I know it had to be a difficult couple scenes to fill, but I give credit to the actress for going back and forth with herself right. like that. I agree. I, Boomer had much better hair than Athena. I she love did, the fact true. that Boomer was jealous of Athena because the baby didn't want to go to her. Right. right. Loved that. They just. You, it, it, it's almost like they assumed that if one of them had a baby, it would just naturally bond. And right. I like. I like also oh. then then how um, Six said. Well, it's interesting because you guys are identical, Bio- biologically, <laughs> biologically yeah. identical, but she knows her mother. 
So I thought that was that was I don't know. Yeah, and Boomer got some, all offended. Something to be learned by that in the film. Well, it goes back to Caprica Six and Boomer being identified as individual Cylons, as opposed to just being a six. It's like yes, a Cylon can develop an individual personality or something. I really enjoyed that scene with the two Sharons. I think Grace Park is a really good actress. When you listen to the Ron Moore podcast and he talks about how she really came onto the show with not much experience and whatnot, I can't believe it because I think she pulled it off so believably. Yeah. I totally believe that they're different, those two different characters. And even just the fact that they're two different characters, but the fact that one of them has gone through... We talked about this a couple times ago where I said that they had switched places and they had kind of a role reversal. But even within that, so you have two different characters. So I believe they're two different characters, but I also believe that each individual one has gone through their own arc and they've become even different within that character. So it's like, wow, um, hats off. I also, I mean, speaking of if, just a little tangent about the actors and their abilities, I don't know the actor's name, but Agathon, Carl Agathon Hilo, uh, he's also had super low experience before this i think he had one other show and uh the scene with uh, adama the president right. and him when they're talking about what he did to his wife and i wanted you know, to bring that up yeah i was just like snap that was really yeah. <laughs> good he did a really good job i felt like i had chills from that yeah. scene <laughs> i wanted to bring that up because i had that written down I, when that scene when he stood up and he had that this kind of glare down towards her and he's and then adama puts his hand on his arm i was like wow and he's big that boy was intense. too <laughs> <I didn't really laughs> that was intense so yeah, Hilo and Sharon are like <laughs> like my favorite characters on the show. It's funny. It makes me wonder too. I mean, was it ever established all the way back in Rosalind's character? Was she a mother? No, I don't no, think so. Don't are they kind so. of playing on a dynamic there that like Adama understands the whole overreacting about your child thing, and maybe the president Doesn't. is thinking just clinically, politically, right? You know? Right. Yeah. I just. I mean, there's so many like. I don't know. I just like I like yeah. a lot of subtle, a lot of great subtle ones in there. Yeah, I mean that the uh, the look between Athena and Caprica Six when they got back to Galactica and like Caprica Six was just like, okay, we're all good now. But then like Athena had her baby back and she's like, I don't know who that blonde is. <laughs> yeah. and it was just that subtle look, like. Well, like, she, you know. no, she did give it a couple seconds. I mean, she took it a second, yeah. and then Hilo's like. Baby, come here. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're well, with us now. Yeah, we're going to go to the doctor. I like when Caprica <laughs> came off the raptor and everybody's like, skin job. But they totally ignore Sharon. Like, they don't even see her right. as a skin job anymore. Which means, which, yeah, which I thought about that too. Because, like, you, always, you almost wonder if Caprica 6 was wondering if, like, well, they've accepted Sharon, they'll accept me too. But it's a different thing. It, it's not just because you're there. It's like you've got to, it might take a year if she's there that long. I'll have to watch know. that again because when they first open up that the raptor and Hilo goes up there. He says, Sharon, I have to listen to it again because I don't know if it was like a Sharon with a question mark at the end. Like, uh, this is my Sharon. Or did he like say Sharon? Like it, I recognize you. Well, it definitely got an interesting point where, um, exactly. How do they kill boomer, grab the baby and then just casually like walk through the ship to the raptor. Right. That um, I thought was the one drawback of this episode was there's so many things in the last 10 minutes that went by in a blink. Mm -hmm. And I can see that what they probably had to decide was, all right, we have the beginning, which to me was paced just right. The scene with Hilo and Adama and Rosalind, that was a couple minutes scene and it was awesome. And then there was the scene with Sharon, Boomer and Six. So those scenes were paced relatively slowly in comparison with everything else. And they didn't want to chop those up because they were so important. But 
the cost of that was them just getting off the planet and like literally it was like five seconds. And to me, that's what could have made it a two part episode. There's everyone getting off the planet, lots of drama there, which granted is pure action and they're not, it's not an action show, but still a little bit more. And then the other part was, yeah, getting off the base star. It's like they suddenly she's like, uh, we have captured a Raptor. And then the next thing you do, you see him in the hangar. It's like, well, well, that was like when, uh, D and Starbuck came off the planet. D didn't know how to fly that thing. And once she got was, above the mountains, she was fine. Yeah, but still, it was like you. I kind of wanted more in that story, more of like how when once they got into orbit, did they reckon? You know, well, know. just for that, all I needed was just a little bit when they were landing in the Galactica. It would have been nice if she said, "Coming in hot." You know, her voice is coming in hot, and it and it just hits the wall and flips over and maybe a little bit more drama. Well, there was one raptor that came in take off. when they landed in the, in the bay, there was one yeah. of the three that kind of clicked right. and it's it, one of its struts had some exactly. sparks. Exactly. Maybe that was, but there was well, no that, recognition that, that they had gotten Starbuck. Right. Because exactly. Cause I was, I didn't, wasn't sure that they were there until they showed them in the hangar right. coming out. It would have been nice if they had just thrown, you know, one or two words and then yeah, that's what I mean. They, they, they went through it pretty quick. Well, I don't know how much contact did they have with the people on the planet. They didn't really sound like they were having time to discuss, like, oh, by the way, Starbucks Raptor crashed. I sent D after her. We hope you pick them up, too. Well, it wasn't necessarily for the Galactica's sake. It was just for oh. our sake as the viewer. I think it would have just been, it would have, it would have added because they made us such a point when you fly out of here, oh, I can't fly. You're going to have to fly. And D's like, all right, fine, but I don't know how. And then. The whole wiggly wobbly takeoff, takeoff from a planet, it's got to be piece of cake compared to landing into a small slit in a battleship that's floating around, you know. So I just wish they had tractor beams, tractor beams, exactly. tractor um, beams. I will say though, but if you have tractor beams, you probably don't use bullets, right? I will say though, I mean, yeah, there was the whole, you know, we need to get out of here. Hey, we're home, and we need to get off the planet. Hey, we're home. Yeah, there's obviously things that could be filled in the middle there, but then again, I get back to the point where. There were so many major characters that had to get back on the ship. You knew they were all going to get back on. Right. I yeah. mean, that's just the way I look at it. If it had just been like a ship they were trying to get back, then you could have had like some suspense because, yeah, they're willing to kill off characters. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they could have maybe stretched it into a two-parter now that I think about it, but maybe a 90-minute show. Supersized. Supersized, exactly. <laughs> Jumping back to Boomer real fast, we've discussed how she's taken this dark turn. I think that now that Deanna's sort of out of the picture, she might be sort of like kind of like the dark cloud on the Cylon side. Where she's- I think she's going to try and get revenge because, you know, Catholica <laughs> snapped her neck. So I'm sure she's going to wake up and be like, God damn, that's stupid, you know, and just go for it. How do you get revenge? I don't know. Well, she's on Galactica. You can always, well, chase Galactica a little bit more. But- <laughs> How do you get revenge on a Cylon but- unless they're boxed? I'm going to kill you. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, that's tough. It's it's like I mean they they already co- they already covered this on when Starbuck was being held prisoner by yeah Leoben or whatever you pronounce it. That's like the fourth time you've done that. Yeah, and I'll keep doing it. I don't care. <laughs> Do you find it plausible that she's taken this sort of arc? I think she's angry because I really think she's jealous of Sharon, the Athena Sharon, because she's basically taken over Boomer's life. Yeah, I think Boomer, that Boomer was that, that you know, but with right, the hot guy. respected yeah. as opposed uh, to the Porky the, guy. The yeah. <laughs> she was a respected, you know, pilot, and everybody yeah. liked her, and she was fun. And now here's this other one, the clone. In, and whenever they get this. together, she constantly talks about how that part of her life doesn't exist anymore, or it's over. But she's got this 
jealousy thing I think going it's on. entirely plausible this this new turn that she's taken if you think about it what is has there been another character who was revealed to be a Cylon and had to like totally abandon all thinking that there were human ones and I think she's the one and if you think about it that's a huge mind job you're right Just she huge. was she was the sleeper agent so there weren't any other sleepers. at right. first when she first was downloaded and woke up and she freaked out a little bit it almost seems like that was really masking what really there's probably even more in her mind that's going on like because it, it truly is just it would just totally screw she you used up. to go see simon and have a little like psychiatry one-on-one talk with him the doctor from caprica and one other thing about Athena is now that she's downloaded into a new body, she does not have the antibodies anymore because that body would not have. Oh, yeah. So that means, to me, means that definitely that virus, that storyline is over. We'll never see it again. Yeah. That's so, unfortunate. Yeah. That, that's too, right. Though I would also imagine that when the doc used this stuff to cure uh, Rosalind, he might have had like a doctor thought that said, this stuff's pretty cool. We should keep some and see if we can make more. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but now that they have the baby. You'd think so. See, it opens up this whole techno babble can of worms that they probably will never want to open up again. So they're just going to say, yeah. virus, nah. As someone said, rational thinking doesn't make for good TV. Yeah. Starbuck, she's going to be in rehabilitation again. Last time, I think it was season one oh, or whatever, yeah. she had her knee. Yeah. And now she's got her hands. What's going to happen to her? She's going to join the flight line again? Is I think that this injury. I think this injury is actually going to reverse her the disgust we have for her character i think it, this injury is going to reverse it because she saw i mean she's d d saved her she saw that even though you know, apollo wants to hook up with her he also loves his wife that whole change in the hangar i think that just from that interaction i think it's going to be a character you know reversal like she's going to come out of the dark side and become she's been the bad girl long enough Let's know, hope she, so. it's, it's been played out i think that there's there's nothing to be dark about anymore the, the recovery of her hands will be also you know symbolic recovery of her mind and i don't know if they're done making her the dark girl i think that's going to be something that they go through for a long time but i think the one thing that does give a glimmer of hope that this character might become interesting to me again is that they've brought back the idea that she somehow is a destiny is special yeah well she might be the chosen one <laughs> chosen one can't be angry we were all wrong by the way, I, I just want to say, I was really, really a little about the whole D going to save Starbuck thing. Like, they all acted like this was some kind of weird thing. It's like, let's see. Military officer. She was the closest to the wreck. Uh, Anders was the one that was actually trained in guerrilla, like, was actually an expert in guerrilla tactics and was thus better suited to stay and fight. So exactly why was everyone shocked that the nearest military contingent was the one sent to save the downed pilot? I agree. Again, it's just more of that forced Apollo, Starbuck, Lee, D thing, and I'm like, or you know, Anders D. I'm like, yeah, well, it, why- it makes me want to go. It makes me want to go watch the football game instead. <laughs> <laughs> naughty, naughty. I mean, seriously, get over it already and get on with stuff that's interesting. They could still make that their relationship mess up an interesting story, but still, exactly, like play the cards the way they're supposed to. Instead of saying, no, I'm not going to let you go uh, to save Starbuck, blah, 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 you have to stay here because I need your yeah. help this is for a the mili- gorilla this, for- this is a thing. military operation. I will call D. She will go get her. So they're little flaws. but what? Well, I could see Anders thinking because he's actually not military trained. He was thinking with his heart, whatever, the body part. But, yeah, the whole, like, 
Starbuck being shocked, all they had to say was, I was the closest one. It was you yeah. know, the obvious choice. Don't flatter yourself or something like that. Yeah. Let's see. Let's talk about the, the final five, the chosen one. It could be perceived differently, but I think that as Deanna was going through her little walkthrough with the five, that it seemed like she did recognize just one of them. And she's walking by kind of looking, and she came up to the one specifically. So that kind of goes back to our discussion last time. We were saying at least one of them should be identified, and it looks like maybe that could be the case if only one is. What do you think? Do you think she was just kind of walking by and only one really caught her eye? We don't really know the answer, obviously, but just speculate. I think that if she recognized any of the other ones, other ones, she would have made a facial expression, maybe not talk to them, but I think she would have looked at them more than just blankly. Or she started here, and she did. She obviously didn't get. She did not get all the way through the five. That's correct. Before she stopped. So yeah, there may have been another like, one, but she stopped at this one and had like such an old crap moment that. And let's see. I have a question though. Yes. The temple was built by. Supposedly by the thirteenth colony. Tribe. Yeah. Okay. Tribe. But when the Cylon went in and had an experience, she recognized people. Would they have built the temple for a Cylon to have an experience like that, or would that be for a human to have an experience like that? But then here's the other thing that it's it's really confusing because the Cylons. Are they 4,000 years old, the, the no. existence of Cylons? It's, this is only, where it gets, it's several hundred years old, right? This is where it's kind of hazy so because then, there's the five Cylons, but they're not God because they are Cylon models. But how are they religiously tied to the Cylon God? I guess if Dan, well, but, Deanna, then if, but if the temple was built uh, 4,000 years ago by the 13th tribe and the Cylons haven't been around that long, then how could it have been built for the Cylons, and maybe the five that are in there aren't actually Cylons. Maybe they're five something else. Because I was telling Michelle this morning, it's like I was very confused. I used to think like the final five, or when they said the five, there were 12 Cylons, we've seen seven. I was under the impression that maybe the, the other five were like ones that used to be around that got boxed or something. Now it seems like they've never actually seen them at all, but they just know there are five others. Yeah. Because now it's the final five. It's never been, I've never, I don't remember it being called the final five before this episode. I think the first time they referred to was in this this season when Six said, we don't speak of the other five. The other five. See, I don't yeah. know. And then it became the final five. So that's probably nebulous. It's probably changed even yeah. from within the writer's room where they started at one thing and ended up somewhere else. By the way, and again, going just another temple thing. I loved how Tyrrell was like... I wish I had more time. It's like he was staring at it. Everybody was watching him stare at it. I'm like, you can like be taking pictures of everything, take it back, blow it up, put it on the wall. Yeah. Share it with people. I don't know. If it's a religious thing, maybe other people in the fleet would like to kind of see it. I do wish that Chief had a little bit more to do in this episode other than to sit there and rub his chin and look at it. Because it, it made it sound like he needed, a pipe, one, he needed, he needed something one thing more to do than because the last episode he had this big epiphany where oh i maybe this is something special to me and he heard the chimes went off to find it then he, then and then in the end he did he didn't do anything yeah the one thing i didn't like about the temple this show and the previous show before the break was that there were no religious people there priests anything theologians there's nobody there mm -hmm. it shouldn't be the guy who fixes the fighters yeah, exactly looking for the eye, it should be the priest looking for the eye, or the guy who's. But there, there doesn't seem to be a priest but there on is... the planet. I mean, on the Battlestar. And the minute the four Cylons jumped in, the base ships jumped in, 
the rest of the fleet jumped off to some predetermined coordinate. And they didn't know that it was down. They didn't know where that point. They were just there for the food mission. They didn't realize it was a mystical planet. So it's not like they would have had a priest on the mission with them. And the fleet was gone by the time they figured it out. I would speculate that uh, the Battlestar probably has a religious figure. A chaplain on there somewhere. um, uh, Somewhere. Or somebody who... You know, studied this sort of well, thing. Well, even the president Or even the president it. studied it when she was younger. So she should have gone down there. Yes, or, you because know. that would be the perfect thing to do. Would be to, That's very, very Star Trek-y of us. Let's send the captain, the first officer, and the top five officials down to the planet and see what's happened. <laughs> well, I can't help it if they're the smart ones. But then you have to have your little red shirt. Then he can go Crewman number it. one. Yeah. We had a couple red shirts buy it in this last episode. So that's true. A couple weeks ago, Dimitri came up with a photo he'd gotten off one of the forums that had a screen grab from a previous episode that showed a Starbucks apartment and it had the eye on it. And we're like, ooh, that looks really cool. And, and sure enough, it turned out that I was really surprised when they even like mentioned like Hilo's like, your apartment photo? I'm like, yes, ding, ding, check them off. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> they were almost forced to do that, though, because exactly. in this day and age, when all that, when that stuff pops up all over the internet, it's like... Hmm, guess we got to actually address that now. Right. Yeah. Fans scrutinize every frame. That's, That's right. just totally true. Yeah, we're not like that. And I'm sure somebody's gone back and slowed down the Final Five scene and zoomed in and seen if they could look at someone's face in there. Well, you know, even if it is oh, you, you, viewable, they could put, they, yeah, it's just a guy. It's like, hey, Grip, put this cloak on. <laughs> Because you could argue that that's an easy argument, like, well, you know, she sees them as something else, but you don't exactly see them, and you know, right? They might be pure energy, but she she, she sees them as a human as form a because it's, form it's the only thing form. that she can accept in right. her eyes. Right now, was Deanna the chosen one, or was it actually Baltar? She actually got to step under the light, but so did she. Well, just because I think that no, it doesn't matter who stands there. I think anybody standing there would have seen it. The reason Baltar, when he stood there. Couldn't see it is because the radiation blast from the supernova had already passed. And why did she die? She said that to look into the eyes of God was madness, but she didn't look in the eyes of God. She looked in the eyes of the final five, which again goes back to our earlier. Maybe, maybe the like, whole, what, the the, what do they have to do with? Is, is, yeah. is it blew her mind literally. Just blew her mind. But another thing about the why Deanna may have died is that she stood on this eye with this wicked amount of radiation coming from supernova sun filtering through the temple and shooting straight down on her. So, I mean, she might have just gotten some serious radiation poisoning and then died. And maybe what she saw wasn't wasn't actually real. It was just her delusion, a hallucination Mm -hmm. from the radiation. Maybe what, you know, maybe it had nothing. It was nothing real. It was maybe it was just... uh, but the real question from all this is, what's Cavill hiding? Because once again, he just shows up. Like, we didn't know he was on the ship, and he just shows up. He tried to kill her before it all started, but Gaius picked him off. And then, now, I don't remember a scene ever where he's been there when someone showed up at the birthing chamber. And yet, he was there to tell her of the decision everyone else made. Right. Now... I just, it's not, it's just, it's not coincidental, at least, you know, in the story arc to me. It's like, he's protecting something. He knows something. Maybe no one else made the decision to box him. Maybe it was just his call and he's like, I'll take care of this. Right. I I don't know. It's just, it was all too coincidental that he tried to stop her before it happened. And he definitely stopped her before she got back to speak to anyone else. Mm, I can almost see it being that way. Just mainly the resurrection chamber from a... The standpoint of we'd have to have two actors in the shoot. We can't have a bunch of people standing around. It's hard to shoot, and it's it's easier just to write two two people having a scene 
So I don't know. I, to me, I don't mind that he's like the guy that's. Oh, my question: the 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 big room with all the birthing chambers. Mm-hmm. Now, is that a real? Was that a chamber, or was that just like was that supposed to represent like all the Xena models like shut <laughs> off and stuck in? I think that was room? supposed to be all the Deanum or the. Well, in the I kind of have an answer for that because in the uh, the press review copy that scene wasn't finished graphically. The only thing that was shown effects wise was they had her tub and the one cavil. And as it pulls back, a little title comes up that says reveal hundreds or thousands or whatever of Deanna's with cavils by the side. So the intent was, yes. Oh, I didn't was, see the other cavils. I saw one. I think I they did put in. One the, or there two. was like one yeah. if you look so really carefully. So all the cavils were talking to all the Deanna's at the same time? Well, in the script, it was supposed to be that way. But I think when they actually did the effect sequence, it, apparently they just made it more practical. Seems like a waste of resources. It is. Yeah. Just have one cavil, one button instead of. So, but yeah, I would say that that is, that was meant to mean that that's where they boxed a whole bunch of Deanna's. And, I, and what do you have to do when you box them on? Do you have to kill them all and then catch them in the birthing chamber? I guess so. You knock them all well, out. Box, what if one like, box oh is not kill. Boxed is um, no, but on I mean ice, to get them right? yeah. to get in them the in, the, in the chamber where they can take the little memory card out and, <laughs> and it goes down. Right. So all the other Deanas that are on other ships and other planets, they have to get rid of them too. Yeah. I see what you're saying. By the way, I would I would have loved to have seen a a shot of the hybrid like reacting when yeah. Deanna was going through all this. Yeah. Because you have to think she knew something was going on. Mm-hmm. Or when the temple. Uh, yeah. Gets decimated. That would be. Yeah. Well, maybe that'll. Uh, I don't know. I love the fact that Cavill told Deanna that her model was fundamentally flawed. But if you look at it, like all the women models are turning out to be flawed, you know, because they're thinking with their emotions and. They're so human. I, I don't understand. Basically all, the, all, basically, all the white male Cylons are just getting rid of everybody else, as far as we can tell. <laughs> But seriously, I mean, they're all, the way they're doing it is like all the women are like turning against their own and they're following their emotions. And by the way, if, if they're calling Deanna fatally flawed, you got to think Leoben's like this close. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. He, they had him acting weird from day one. Well, I think he might be the exception to only the women are flawed because he was very emotionally involved with Starbuck. So now that Baltar is back on... The Galactica and the real Caprica 6 is on there, too. That's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, and it kind of ends like that one long arc of, I think, of them going to uh, seeing the stuff on the base star. I don't think we'll be seeing seeing nearly as much as we did before of, of the Cylon side. It is open up one thing. Baltar can interact with some of these people again. When they first had that little meet and greet, when the Cylons came over on their, their raider, uh, one thing I wish they had was a little moment between Gaeta and, and Baltar because he was like his lieutenant for a long time. And oh, he didn't I think really... Gaeta will finally decide to kill him. We'll now get an opportunity to see how some of these other characters will react once he's back in the fray. I can't see that. Well, Gaeta wanted to kill him when they were on New Caprica. And, of course, Baltar talked his way out of it, as always. Right. And Gaeta was like, okay, well, you do this and you do it. It's going to be blah. complicated. It's going to be a complicated relationship that... I would back. like to see Gaeta just walk in there and, and the other shoot thing him in the head. Like, which means either, which, and if that happens, then it means that either Baltar has to be a Cylon or they're getting rid of like one of the main drivers of the ship. Well, sure. Okay. <laughs> I've always I, said I, that Baltar's a Cylon. As I, as, I, as I waffle on that line of, you know, <laughs> talking about the show and talking about how shows really work. <laughs> I think this could be really, I don't know, I'm a little concerned that if Baltar talks his way out of 
the gray bag and it just allowed to wander around the ship again like no it was old spell i'm just gonna be like oh, come on because but one i'm just wondering a if if caprica six and baltar will ever actually see each other on the ship i mean the only way would be if they put them in the same holding cell area but i don't know if that would happen per se i don't think anyone on the ship knows what caprica six's role in the whole destruction of their lives was right but if they find that out, it's going to be pretty hard-pressed to forgive her right. no matter what she does for the next 20 years of her life. You know? I, I also hope this gives an opportunity for the Baltar 6 dynamic to Caprica 6 dynamic to, I don't know, become more clarified. Because to me, he has more of a relationship with Head 6 than he really did with his Caprica 6. The Caprica 6, I think we all had this idea of what she should be based on what was going on with the Head 6 character for a long time, because we didn't see her for like a season or whatever. And so we all assumed that she was kind of the Head 6 just in flesh and blood form. But it's not that way at all. And like I said, I think his relationship with his conversation and like whatever he has with this Head 6 is different and in a way more intimate than it ever was or could be with this Caprica 6. So when they actually got back together on uh, New Caprica... I don't know. To me, they kind of didn't cover that enough. Like, what really happened between them? Because when they had parted the first time, you know, he found out that she had betrayed him and killed off his race. And so she died. She and she died. So (laughs) first time. (laughs) Well, exactly. But when when that when that nuke goes off and you can see through Baltar's window across the lake, and Six covers him up, and and the whole like apartment disintegrates. It seems unlikely that she would Baltar would be saved by her human shell. I mean, they both get fried. So then Baltar. I never took that as to be Baltar is a side. I never took that to be that she like shielded him from radiation. I thought it was just like shrapnel, like just wood, yeah. glass just came that in and the shredded her. But still, I mean, it, it. I think I don't know. He could be a side on it. Maybe that's why uh, Deanna was like, oh. I'm sorry, it's you, or whatever she said. You know? Yeah, well, okay, let's see. So, so I mean, Deanna definitely tortured Baltor. She definitely messed with Ellen Ty. I mean, like people she would apologize for. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. Who else, like, is, she, who else has she had a, an interaction with? Adama. Adama, yeah. And may, the president, what do, maybe. What did she do with Adama? Well, he's like the figurehead of the, the colonials, and she's been up to him personally, and oh, okay. you know, oh, like maybe heads. he's apologizing no, to but, everything they've done. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking of it like what she said. She apologized, she apologized. for something she felt she, she, she was had like, done. <gasps> she had this like, you know, like shock, and then she apologized. You know, so it has to be somebody that she's done wrong to. So it's not a Donna because she hasn't done anything wrong to him specifically. Mm-hmm. But to like to the people who she's tortured, then she's like, "Oh my God, you know, I did this to you." So I don't know that that maybe gives more weight to Baltar being a Cylon. But at the other hand, they have left it so purposely vague that it could just be some other other character that because the way it was written, then you know, she said that, but it wouldn't be such a stretch if it was someone that was a little less. They're leaving their, themselves wide open to, to a lot of leeway there. Right. Okay. So how would you rate this episode? I think the episode was a better return from the break than the cliffhanger was. So I liked it. I'll give it a eight and a half. <laughs> what does that translate to? A B plus? Uh, Are we doing letters or numbers? I don't know. Whatever. Oh, numbers. <laughs> That's just two B letters. Plus. B plus, okay. Um, I'm going to agree with a B plus. I really liked it a lot. Um, it had me intrigued. I liked the way they did it. 
Yeah, I liked it. I and mean, I, I did. I love the fact, and I, it goes back to what Jason said. I love the fact that they put the Deanna line on ice because Jason said that it wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to afford her for long. Lucy so Lawless. Lucy Lawless is too expensive, so they put it on well, ice. It's like Dean Stockwell's a, a, a made guy, too, and you only see him occasionally. Yeah, I was laughing yeah. when they did that. I was like, Jason said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no way they, There's no way she's in this for the long haul. <laughs> and so ends also the... Uh, the threesome. The, well, the, the, threesome. The, the, only, the only reason I give it a Not little... Not in our little, minds, though. One of the only reasons I give it a little ding is what um, Jason said about the fact that Anders is 10 miles away and Dee is 2 miles away. And that whole, like, well, I want to go get her. I don't want to get her. But you are military. So that whole thing that we already discussed, that kind of brought my points down a little bit. I didn't like that. I'll go with a B, just to be different. But, I mean, no, it was a good episode. And actually, I mean, nitpicking it down to a B, but probably go a little higher at the end. Just for the fact that, really, you, you almost earn a grade in the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you kind of build it up. But you can be working to an A for 55 minutes and then bring it down to a D if you screw it up and vice versa. And they just, the last five, ten minutes were just really well done and it made you want to go back next week with the claws, as I've, as I've said already. Yeah. Well, okay. How about a, uh, a B plus plus with a smiley face? Yeah. And maybe a gold star. I was going to say, like, yeah, like a, like a silver eagle. Actually, I was going right to say, on. I was going to say B plus because I thought it was really good. And I even liked that they even fit in, like, there's a, just the tiniest bit of the Baltar humor when he was going to stand on the eye and he kind of kicked with his shoe, Deanna's hand out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of like sitting there like, okay, like I'm that. ready for it to happen. So the, the, they even managed to get that in. The thing that I thought brought it down again was just that they rushed through so fast to get the other thing. And so I was going to give it a B plus, which actually was a half grade lower than what I gave the previous episode. But now that I think about it, I thought they really pulled off the, the cliffhanger resolution. Last time we spent a lot of time saying, you know, how can they do this to our satisfaction? But I thought they did it. And they definitely did it. They really did. So I'll, I'll give that an A minus. Well, it's because they didn't, they didn't stretch out the whole will he launch the nukes, won't he launch the nukes past the first commercial break. Right. I mean, Although right, right. there was no way to stretch that out. Right, it's like, right. okay. A launch sequence to launch a nuke takes forever it's like <laughs> if they really had to do it in like a quick time like oh my gosh there's a base star here launch a nuke at it it's like uh we're already we're too late <laughs> yeah they had to switch the open it up and, and then they the had another code right and i guess I, I do like they pointed out it was four base stars so i guess that they really don't care what happens to the humans now per se because if they really wanted to the four base stars could have taken galactica down yeah yeah so they really don't they the cylons really are in it to find earth they weren't in it to take out the Battlestar because yeah. they had them outgunned big time. You know, where, you know where they could have saved time, not beyond the whole D, Anders, crap, crap, crap stuff. The whole fight with the Cylons could have been shaved down, I think. Yeah, that was a little that bit. That was a uh, little overdrawn other than like, look, we know it takes a lot to kill them. You know, I was gonna bring, actually, I was going to bring that up. At, at this point, why haven't they developed ammunition gun. that has an armor-piercing bullet? A bigger like, gun. Yeah. They've got to come up. If Haven't these people watched uh, the Bug Planet movie? Starship Troopers? Yeah. <laughs> At the end, of the- we've got bigger guns. Look. I mean, come yeah, on. Or, or maybe bullets aren't the thing. Maybe it's some sort of big glue gun. Yeah, like a mini EMP or just something that's just going to cause some kind of damage to these things because they just, they're like like the Terminator. They're like, you shoot bullets at them, like, ding, ding, ding. It didn't exactly like Terminator. And because yeah. there was like half of it on They the should have an R&D that department that, that is just Very doing funny. nothing but trying to come up with munitions that can pierce that steel shell. Okay, 
So just to wrap up our email, please email us. We, we love to hear from you is gcorum at gmail.com. Our website, galacticacorum.com. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. So say we all. This is show number eight. All right. <laughs> it's a whoopee air on chair. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> the airlock opened. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a new euphemism. <laughs> Did you fart? No, my airlock unexpectedly decompressed. <laughs>